Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Librocube. I am Jordan Maywood, the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist. If you are just joining us, a uh, Librocubicularist is someone who reads in bed. And lackadaisical is laid back. Laid back in bed, reading. That's me. That is not to say we will only talk about books. We save that for Book Wednesdays. That is Book Wednesdays. Today, however, is uh, Tuesday, November the 6th, which means it is... TV Tuesdays. Today's sponsor is the number 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. If you remember that, you're all right in my books. Yesterday, uh, yesterday being, of course, Movie Monday, if you're following along, I did, uh, stupid things twice. I, uh, on the way to work, I recorded the podcast, as I do and have done now, a couple of times, and I left the uh, recording going in my car after I got to work and recorded about four hours of absolutely nothing. you think I would learn from that horrible mistake, but I did it again when I got home. <laughs> uh, luckily, when I did it when I got home, I only did it for 10-15 minutes. I was hoping to have that episode up and running today, but I guess because the file is so large, I cannot transfer it to my editing software. What I am going to do, or see this is where the the whole time stream gets confusing, what I did, because I'm going to put that episode up before this one, what I did uh, was played it back, because I was able to get it onto my computer, so what I'm going to do is play it back, uh, re-record it onto my phone, uh, but record it up until, obviously, the point where I started recording nothing, and then transfer that over to the editing software, and then edit her up. Hopefully, with all that fucking around, the audio quality on that one was okay. This is sort of like a message from the future. We're going to say, yes, it was okay. It came out amazing. Uh, why I did the Transylvania voice, I don't know. Still got a little little Halloween in me, I guess. Today uh, is another first. Um, I am driving the Mrs. new car to work. She uh, has had it, what, uh, not even a week? And um, said that when she yesterday when she was driving to work and stopped at a light or a stop sign that the car would uh, shake a little bit, shake and shimmy a little bit. So far, I haven't noticed it, but I'm taking it to the dealer for them to check it out just to be safe. It has seat warmers, so that's kind of uh, nice. I've always thought my ass was hot, but now it really is. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. 
So, TV Tuesdays. Yes, yes. Let's talk about TV. I have... Uh, let's start with um, Modern Family. Modern Family is a show on TV in its third season, I believe, now. It's one of only, I think, two shows that are currently on TV that I sort of watch on my own. The other being uh, Parks and Recreation. That being said, I watch them online on the City TV website. Uh, if you're in Canada, you should have access to that website, and there's tons and tons of shows on it. I highly recommend checking it out. I think it's maybe not available in the States, just like how a lot of their a lot of their television websites down in the States. You have access to the website, but if you try to watch a show that is on the website, it'll say, no, 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 you're in Canada, you can't watch this. I yearn for a day where that disappears, because I don't like it. It makes no sense to me. One of the very, very few reasons uh, that I would like to <laughs> live in the States. Ooh, probably shouldn't say that. Angry Americans. Uh, also good in the States is your Amazon.com is better than Amazon.ca. And you have more websites that will ship to you <laughs> as opposed to us. Like there's uh, one site that I really wish shipped to the States is they can make uh, custom uh, Chuck Taylor All-Stars. And I went on the site, and uh, I made a pair, like, designed them all online, and it looked really cool. And then I went to check out, and it said, no. It said again, no, no, no. You're in Canada. You can't have these. So, on them. Uh, Modern Family, yes, yes. I, I love a good... I love a good sidetrack. Uh, they, uh, a very, very funny show. They, uh, do Halloween episodes very well, which I think when a, uh, television sitcom does, uh, Halloween episodes well, that, uh, I am not going to talk about the Halloween episode. Or did I already? I can't remember. Anyways, that was a couple, uh, a while back. So, uh, we'll skip that one and move on to the one that I just watched. Which, um, let's see, the show has uh, one of my favorite actors, a Mr. Ed O'Neill, um, otherwise known as Al Bundy, who I love. He also did a movie uh, that, I act that I liked, although I don't think it did very well, called The Dutch. It was good. That movie I'll give a... Three to four out of five. I actually have a copy. Married with Children, five out of five. Friggin' love that show. Modern Family, five out of five. And a lot of it is Ed O'Neill. And a lot of it is Sophia Vergara's um, boobies. Because they are something. Something that you have to see to believe. In this episode, uh, what happens? Uh, Ed O'Neill and his lovely wife, Sophia Vergara, have a yard sale. Uh, hilarity ensues. The uh, young daughter of the Pritchett family, Pritchett's, yeah, the Pritchett's, that's the name, um, is dating a boy. Ooh, uh, she's in her teens, 
and her mother thinks that the boy is gay. And <laughs> so did I. Because uh, if he is not gay, he's a very good actor. He's got, uh, he's got some good gay acting chops. Sort of turns out that, well, he says he's not, so I don't really know. <laughs> whether he is or not. There was a, uh, there was a part at the, during the garage sale where, uh, Jay, yeah, that's his name, uh, Al Bundy, Ed O'Neill, is moving his motorcycle to make some space, I guess, and, um, it's not for sale. Let's get that right, right off the bat. But he, uh, someone offers him, like, 20 bucks for it, and he tells him to leave, basically. Which uh, reminded me of, um, I used to work at a fastening hardware store type company here in Ontario. And uh, my boss had a motorcycle that he would drive to work to in the summertime. And uh, it wasn't a huge bike. So <laughs> what, uh, what I did is uh, put a sign on it that said moped for sale. So that was funny for me and my fellow co-workers. Whether it was funny for the boss, <laughs> uh, I assume it was. I actually saw him the other day and told him to listen to the podcast, so if you are, enjoy that. <laughs> All right, uh, the next show I want to talk about is a late-night talk show by the name of Jimmy Kimmel Live. I do not stay up late, period. I am a going-to-bed-early dude. On your typical week night, uh, in bed by 8, 9, read for an hour and change, and asleep shortly after. So, there you go. Pretty exciting. I know you'd probably really like me to get more in-depth into my sleeping habits, but we'll save that for another show. Uh, that being said, Jimmy Kimmel Live, if I was up late at night, I would love to check out in its entirety. But uh, the good people over there uh, post interviews and segments, and uh, although not the entire show, a big chunk of it, on YouTube for free. Well, of course, YouTube's for free. But uh, I'd like to thank them for that because it lets me experience some of the uh, late-night action. One thing I uh, really like about Jimmy Kimmel is that he seems to be a sort of down-to-earth dude. Uh, you may remember him from The Man Show with Adam Carolla. Uh, that's another reason I'm a fan of Jimmy Kimmel is because he is a fan of Adam Carolla. They're uh, best buds? Yeah, probably you could say that. They're uh, best friends. Oh, isn't that adorable? At least that's uh, what I assume from listening to Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel. So that's a sort of an educated guess I'm going to make about their relationship. Jimmy Kimmel last week was in New York City filming. Um, filming during, I don't know how much during, but uh, we'll, for, we'll just say during the, uh, the hurricane, Hurricane Sandy. So, bit of a, he's a bit of a trooper. I, uh, I'm not sure 
how he got that many people to come, because he had a fairly sizable audience from the looks and sounds of it, but that probably had something to do with the friggin' amazing guests he somehow pulled. Uh, the first interview I watched was where he interviewed David Letterman. When I was young and did occasionally stay up late, I used to always watch David Letterman. He was definitely my favorite. I was never a Jay Leno fan. Um, always Letterman, number one for me. And uh, also Conan O'Brien, who uh, has improved hugely, Conan O'Brien. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about Jimmy Kimmel interviewing his idol, David Letterman. He just, he didn't, he, <laughs> what did he do? He didn't uh, gush, per se, but you could, you could really tell how um, excited and just happy and it was sort of a lifelong dream for him to have Dave on the show. Uh, just to even be able to meet him. Because you never see uh, interviews of David Letterman, like, ever. He's, uh, some would say, a recluse. Very reclusive. Uh, <laughs> when uh, Jimmy, Jimmy explained that when he was young, he was such a huge fan of David Letterman, it showed a picture that he had a late night with David Letterman birthday cake. His, uh, he had a personalized license plate on, I think it was his first car, that said Late Night. He was just, like, probably your biggest David Letterman fan. So imagine your biggest David Letterman fan interviewing David Letterman. It was, it was a sight to see, and I recommend anyone who is even a small fan of both or either to watch it. It was just a great... Uh, sort of a heartwarming experience, even. Something uh, I noticed about uh, David Letterman, which I think over the years I've sort of heard of or guessed at, is that he is, when not on his show interviewing people or in the limelight, he is uh, what you would call socially awkward. <laughs> it sounds like he has basically no friends. <laughs> that's a sort of a, I don't know if that's a mean thing to say, but Jimmy and him talked a while about fly fishing because apparently Dave's a, a big fly fishing fan and Jimmy has recently gotten into the fly fishing action and was trying to coax him to come out with uh, him and Huey Lewis. Apparently, that's hard to picture Jimmy Kimmel and Huey Lewis standing out in the river fly fishing, but it happens, and it has happened dozens of times from the sounds of it. So, imagine throwing uh, Dave Letterman into the river there, too, and just the three of them standing out there doing a little fly fishing. That's a, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to picture. They were joking uh, about, too, how, uh, if you don't know, uh, Huey Lewis is a singer. His band is called The News. Huey Lewis and The News. And they were joking that uh, the news would come along. They would not be allowed to do any actual fishing, but uh, they would let them stand in the river. So that was funny. The next interview I watched with Mr. Kimmel was where he interviewed Howard Stern. Um, 
what can I say about Howard Stern? I I never listened to him on the radio. I'm not sure if we really got... We don't, you know, in Ontario, I don't think we had the option to listen to him on the radio. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, if I am wrong, I have put my email address, my show email address at the end of every episode. So we would love to hear from you, and you can let me know how wrong I am. But uh, I did... Uh, half a dozen times, a dozen times, watch his television show. He had, I believe it was on Fox, back in the, oh, it was a long time ago, uh, was it in the 90s even? Uh, and did enjoy that. He is uh, he is quite a character. Uh, I saw his movie too, Private Parts, which will go uh, three to four out of five. I, I did enjoy that. I kind of, just thinking about it right now, wouldn't mind seeing it again. It's been so long. Oh, um, did I rate Modern Family? Anyways, uh, Howard is just uh, sort of a ball of energy. Like, he was up on his feet a couple of times, just exploding with exuberance. Exuberantly exploding, if you will. So uh, it was kind of good to see that. Apparently they have been friends for years. This guy, man, Jimmy Kimmel, he is friggin' friends with everybody. That's something that I uh, really like about him, is that it seems that he is just sort of genuinely nice to everybody. Sort of like uh, how you hear Tom Hanks is. Uh, David Letterman was saying that they are really not supposed to get along since they are in, you could say, competing businesses. But uh, Jimmy is nothing but nice, whereas, say, with Jay Leno, from the sounds of it, is not the nicest character to go up against in this late-night talk show world. Okay, we're at, uh, we're at work. Hopefully uh, I remember where I left off because I would like to talk a little bit about the last interview I watched, so I'll make a note of that. And hopefully I remember my phone this time. Jesus Christ. So, love ya. Love ya, dares. Love ya, dairies. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back! We are back! We are back! We are back, 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 we are back, back in action. Hello again. We are done another work day. Yee-ha, even. So, uh, it turns out nothing is wrong with the Mrs.'s car. My theory, and uh, not being a uh, car guy per se, although maybe slightly more than someone who knows nothing about cars, is that because it was sitting on the lot for a little while, and then she took it out and sort of uh, drove it around more than it was used to, it needed to kind of break itself in again. Yeah, yeah. How does how does that sound? No uh, scientific data whatsoever to back that up, but we're going to say it is true. I have just remembered that we left off talking about Jimmy Kimmel Live, um, which I wanted to remember and did remember. So, you got to love it when that happened. The uh, final guests, plural, that I uh, watched him interview online on Amazon, Amazon, 
on the YouTubes, on the Jimmy Kibble Live YouTube account, was an interview with uh, John Stewart and Stephen Colbert, otherwise known as Stephen Colbert. But I like to call him Stephen Colbert because it amuses me. <laughs> so, uh, David Letterman. Let's see, we got David Letterman, we got uh, Stephen Colbert, uh, John Stewart, Howard Stern. Uh, he just interviewed uh, the First Lady. He has a lot of celebrity pull. Uh, celebrity pull, really, like I have never seen before. So, good on him. Very impressive with the guests he can, he can bring in. And I think and hope that it has to do with the fact that he is just sort of a, a nice guy, a nice dude. He's in this uh, position of power. Uh, I guess you would say position of power. He uh, influences a lot of people, has his own television show, it is very funny, and rather than abuse that power and treat people like garbage, I, uh, from what I hear, he does not do that and uh, treats people nicely, which uh, something I always try to do. Maybe not always uh, successfully, but you fuckers, just goes to show that you don't have to be a dick to get ahead in life. Uh, which reminds me of a, uh, I just read the article in Wired, I guess it was last month about Steve Jobs and how his sort of his sort of thoughts when it comes to business is that you are going to get ahead and going to I guess in his case put out a better product if you treat those under you like garbage which disgusted me I really did not like that at all so you know just throwing that out there a Steve Jobs as compared to a Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, well-liked and very successful. Um, Steve Jobs, not well-liked and, well, dead. So, jeez, just goes to show you. Okay, um, something I wanted to bring up is how uh, Netflix has fucked me and given me a great gift uh, all last weekend. They fucked me by making season two of Weeds no longer available for some reason. Why they would do this, I have no idea. I was uh, one or two episodes into season two, and now for some reason all that is available is seasons three and four. So, fucked. I can't jump ahead to season three. That is not how my brain will let me roll. What do I do? Probably something illegal. It's probably. What other steps uh, is there to take other than illegal ones? Or violent ones. Illegally violent ones, maybe. God damn. Uh, then they went ahead and blessed me with a recommendation. If you are unfamiliar with Netflix... You can, uh, once you have an account, go on and rate movies. Just even for shits and giggles, I'll just kind of sit there and 
click through and rate movies, which uh, builds up your sort of uh, profile. And then Netflix will make a educated guess on movies you will like, movies or TV shows. Uh, being Television Tuesday, of course, we mean TV shows in this case. They uh, had on this list of highly recommended television shows uh, a show called Misfits, which I had never heard of. I kind of, uh, yeah, I, I kind of ignored it. I had too much uh, else on the go, weeds, uh, mash, movies, video games. But with the absence of weeds, I felt like I needed to add something else, so I decided to give her a try. And boy, boy howdy, was I pleasantly surprised. Surprised. Surprised, surprised, and supersized. Yow! Oh shit, uh, let's play the Q, 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 107 Radio Roulette. Oh shit, we're not in my car. I don't know how to turn the radio on. This, this button? Okay, we're not going to play today. I don't know which button it is. So, and I don't want to concentrate on that when I'm trying to drive a car that is not mine. So, back to Misfits. After that little snafu. Oh, you know what we should do? We're going to do a little test to see if the missus is listening to Tuesday episodes as she said we would. We are in her car right now, so we're going to see how fast we can get this car going. It goes up, the uh, speedometer goes up to 240, so let's see if we can get her up there. All right, here we are, 80, 100, 160, 200, oh, shaking a little bit. All right, 240, okay, there we go. We have now... Surpassed 240, we're headed back to zero somehow. Oh, did you hear that? It was a sonic boom. We've broken the speed of sound. Pretty good. Let's give her a little more. Okay, dilithium crystals are go. All right, there goes the speed of light. 186,000 miles per second, if I do recall. Alrighty, we are now traveling back in time. Okay, wait. Let me put my... do this. Alright, now we're headed forward in time again. Slowing down. And we're back where we started. Alright. So, the misses, if you listen to that, give me the passcode um... let's go Wizzlewazzle. That is Wizzlewazzle. Alright, back to Misfits. Uh, it is a... British show. I have mentioned in past episodes, I do believe, that I am a huge, huge, huge fan of British television. Uh, specifically comedies, however, uh, also, well, Doctor Who. Huge Doctor Who fan. Uh, Whovian, I believe uh, we like to be called. Comedy and Doctor Who. I can't think of really any drama shows that are British that I have watched. Um, not off the top of my head, anyways. Maybe if you listen to the end of the episode, I have put my show email address. Uh, you can email me with some suggestions of British 
drama shows that I might enjoy. Misfits, however, falls under the, uh, you know what, sort of, uh, Doctor Who-ish, in that it is a British sci-fi show that has a sort of underlying, uh, sense of humor about itself. That being said, this is much, uh, dirtier, raunchier, and, well, funnier, actually, than Doctor Who. I think if you like Doctor Who and have a, uh, dirty, raunchy sense of humor, you will love this, which I do. Um, I am on the second series, and definitely five out of five all the way. Uh, some friggin' six out of five moments in the show, man. It's been very, very, very good. Uh, one downside is that it is still on the air. <laughs> I know that doesn't sound like a downside, but how am I gonna friggin' watch the whole thing all at once? Uh, the series, or as they say here in Canada, the seasons are short. They're only eight, nine episodes. So that's, uh, upsetting, because with such an amazing show, you want some more friggin' content, man. What the hell are you doing over there? Get, uh, get off your, um, what do they say over there? Bums? Yeah, bums, bums, I think is, is British. Get off your bums and uh, make more episodes. Why do I love it so much? Well, it stars a group of, you guessed it, misfits, sort of uh, late teens, early 20s maybe, uh, a group who has all broken the law in some way and is doing a community service. That is your sort of underlying uh, theme to the show. Now, you'll take that sort of underlying theme and throw in the fact that in the first episode there was some sort of crazy, uh, mystical storm thing. Haley, giant pieces of ice, hail, storm, thingamajig that gave uh, all of them superpowers. Not only them, uh, I don't think it gave every single person superpowers. Maybe if you're, we haven't really gotten into that. Maybe if you're inside, you didn't get superpowers. Maybe if you're outside, you did get superpowers because it's not just this group. Okay, so let's run down the powers they have. Uh, let's see. The first is a superpower with um, one of the... See, again, names might have been nice, but we're going to say the white girl with the big boobs with the strongest accent and the pointy nose. <laughs> How about that? That girl has the ability to read minds. Ooh. Uh, something odd about it is she doesn't seem to use it all the time. It's just kind of uh, here or there that she'll use it. Maybe, uh, actually, she can't use it all the time. Huh, I never thought about that. Uh, okay, the next uh, superpower we will go with is from the skinny black dude with the tall hair. Uh, his power is pretty cool in that he has the ability to jump back in time and sort of fix things that he has done shittily and 
usually things that have resulted in death. <laughs> uh, again, definitely in his case, he does not have the ability to do it at will. It's more of a, he sees one of his friends uh, murdered, and his blood gets pumped into a certain level, and then he can do it. <laughs> there was even a case where it was a guy he sort of just met got murdered, and he even said that, well, I didn't know him that well. <laughs> so he couldn't go back and fix it. So there you go. Um, what's the next one? The hot black girl who has the ability to, um, when she touches you, you want to have sex with her. Uh, not even so much you want to have sex as you want to fuck her. Uh, I say that dirtily because uh, whenever she touches someone, they'll go into like a whole little spiel about what they want to do to her. And it's usually very, very depraved. <laughs> like I remember one guy said, um, I want to fuck your hairy armpits or it was something along those lines which was funny. Uh, the guy who said that, his power is to become invisible. Yeah, so there you go. Well, at least at first, I don't know if this is still really true, he could only do it when no one was looking. So that's kind of funny. If you uh, saw the movie Mystery Men, there was a guy on it who had the power of invisibility, but only when no one was watching him. <laughs> so pretty useless. This guy is not quite as bad in that he can turn invisible when... He can only turn invisible when no one is watching, but uh, once he's invisible, if people look in his direction, he's still invisible. So a little bit better. Uh, he is a weird dude. Um, serial killer looking white dude with a sort of mole from Three Stooges haircut. We'll call him, because I can't remember anybody's name ever. <sighs> I've only watched, you know, 11-ish episodes of the show and cannot remember a single name. Uh, let's see, who else do we got? The last and final guy. Now, this is a bit of a spoiler. So... Maybe pause, fast forward a little bit. He is invulnerable to death. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. Immortal uh, is another word. Whether fully immortal, we don't really know. So far, he has been... Has he been shot? He's had like a... I think he's been shot. Was it shot? I don't remember. He had like a whole pipe uh, through his body, buried alive, which is kind of how you found out he was immortal. This guy, this character on this show is friggin' he Larry us. One of the funniest characters uh, on TV I have seen in a long time. Also, uh, what else can I say about him? Skinny, white-haired, white-haired, skinny white guy with curly hair. Uh, reminds me of somebody, too. I can't, I couldn't put my finger on it. Another actor. But, uh, very, very funny dude. Uh, good with the one-liners, which I love. And all-round good bloke. Although, you know what? I say good bloke 
but a bit of a bastard too, which that sort of uh, underlying bastardness uh, makes him all the more lovable. That is Misfits. Um, things that have stood out from episodes. Uh, we'll quickly run down since I'm getting near home. Uh, one episode in particular uh, I really liked was where they all did this drug at a party. On top of sort of making them high, reversed the, their uh, their powers. So, uh, let's see. Oh, the girl who could hear people's thoughts instead of uh, being able to hear others' thoughts could not, uh, was sort of broadcasting her thoughts uh, by speaking them. Uh, the guy who went back in time, went forward in time, duh. The girl who touched people and made them super horny, touched people and they all wanted to kill her. The guy, oh yeah, the guy who could turn invisible was suddenly, uh, everyone wanted to look at him. So, uh, he could pull some broads that way, so that was cool. Everyone wanted to kind of stare at him and thought he was really cool. The guy who was immortal became mortal. A little disappointing. He should have, I thought, become super mortal in that, like, a paper cut would kill him. Something along that line. Okay, we are home. Um, there are things I wanted to talk about but didn't. So... Again, running, running out of time. Let's see, if I remember, maybe I'll make a note to myself right here. Things I wanted to talk about are uh, The Loop, which is a segment on Attack of the Show. I watched one with uh, John Barrowman and uh, Carla Santamaria. Um, maybe remember that. And what else? Oh, uh, a possible guilty pleasure topic of uh, Dragon's Den slash uh, Shark Tank. Is this a mental note to myself, or will I leave it on the podcast? I don't know. Let's play it by ears. Probably leave it, just so you can see that I am mental, and I leave notes. <laughs> it's nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address, mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper